Good afternoon, beloved in Christ. Welcome to My Jesus Mercy. We are humbled and blessed to air live with you every Thursday from 3.30 to 4 o'clock in this the hour of great mercy. And we're 3,040 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And my name is Mary Kate Grady. I'm filling in for my dad today, Joseph Grady, and we thank you so much for being with us today. Um, Let's go ahead and get started with some prayer intentions that we have. Please keep these in your prayers throughout the week. Um, We are asking prayers for Quinn, who has anxiety syndrome, Uh, Matthew for a very special intention. Uh, Let us pray for Mary Lou, who has heart issues. Uh, For Cheryl, who's got a stoma and bowel problems uh, for a successful operation. Uh, For Janet Glendening, uh, um, who uh, she fills in, and for different health issues that she's having, please keep her in your prayers. We thank you so much for that. I mean, today is the great feast of St. Ambrose. Um, He's the one that brought St. Augustine, baptized St. Augustine, a great saint and doctor of the church. So St. Ambrose, pray for us. Um, And our program on Thursdays is dedicating to glorifying the great mercy of God, um, who can be found supremely in the love and the most holy Eucharist. Um, And especially remembering this year, um, they're trying throughout the dioceses of the U.S. to honor the Holy Eucharist in a special way, uh, a year of Eucharistic revival. Um, And so just a good time for us to, um, to sit back and really realize the great gift that the Holy Eucharist to us is in the most holy Catholic Church. Um, Jesus just wants to be with us so much, right? He, he does everything he can to be with us in, in a special way, um, physically and present in the most holy Eucharist. Um, it's just beautiful to think about how we could go to Mass every single day. Um, where, no matter where you're traveling in the U.S., you can find a Catholic Mass. We can go to Mass every day, um, but if that isn't just enough, um, the Eucharistic adoration chapels we have and and the Catholic churches with his true presence all the time. Um, he knows how much we need him, um, and we're going to spend all heaven with God, right? So why not get started here and, and just entering into the beauty and the mystery of the Most Holy Eucharist, and just to let the gratitude um, flow forth from our hearts. And I, know, I don't know about you, but sometimes for me, I, I get so used to doing certain things over and over again, I kind of take it for granted. And then I have those moments in my life where I think, oh my gosh, I have one of the greatest blessings in the world, in the Most Holy Eucharist. And so if you ever feel that way of just kind of, you know, things kind of get old and humdrum, and and just to pray to the Holy Spirit for the grace um, to realize what a true gift Jesus is in the most blessed sacrament to us, and, and for us just to remember that and to um, have that love renewed and refreshed in us. And I think that's what Advent's all about, too, in a way, right, to to kind of step back, and everybody's getting excited for Christmas, but it's it's Jesus' birthday, and so what are we doing to prepare for his coming, and what can we do in our lives to just love him more? So um, so just, you know, inviting you all to um, just reflect on the gift of the Eucharist in your life, and maybe just think about ways that you could spend more time with Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist. Um, and so if you would join us now um, in some of our prayers um, that we want to offer sincerely from our heart to God for some different intentions. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start with our prayer to Our Lady of Good Success. And we do this prayer offering it to the Most Holy Trinity, um, pleading um, 
for mercy and for the enemies of the Holy Catholic Church, who are in reality the enemies of all mankind. And we just pray this prayer from our hearts, asking our Blessed Mother's intercession. And so we say to our Blessed Mother, this day we beg of thee, most holy Trinity, to hear our humble request through our Lady of Good Success. Accept from us today all that we think, do, and suffer and say to repair for the offenses that make thy sacred heart so sad. Purify our intellect, fortify our wills, cleanse us of our vices, sanctify our souls. Assist us in our sufferings and give us grace to persevere. Restore our lost vocations. Grant us new and holy priests to serve your church. In this we beg of thee that we may live to see the crushing of all communism, globalism, socialism, occultism, as well as the annihilation of Freemasonry and all the secret sects and societies torn down. May we live to see an end to all blasphemy, impurity, heresy, and apostasy, and all that binds this world in darkness and debauchery. May we see the return of innocence. If thou must send a great chastisement to mend this wicked world, please hasten its arrival and lessen its effects. In that time, O Lord, be merciful. Lend us thy helping hand. Save us and our loved ones that we might start again. Through the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, may our Holy Church be restored, that Christ, our loving King, may reign in every heart and every land soon. Amen. And now let us go ahead, and um, I always like to use the rosary beads here. Um, Let us do our prayer, um, offering to the Eternal Father to continue to make reparation from the heart for the most grievous sin of our age, um, the denial of Jesus Christ as the reigning Lord of our lives. And so let us pray uh, together that Jesus Christ is Lord. Okay, we'll go ahead and start. Jesus Christ is Lord. 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 And we say, Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Eternal Father. Amen. And um, keep your rosary beads on hand. We're going to also pray 13 times our prayer to the Holy Spirit. 
Um, and we continue um, with contrite hearts to beg the Holy Spirit to come down from on high to complete the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary as a gift to her pure and faithful heart, all for the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. And we say 13 times, Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come, by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. And uh, let us go ahead and we're going to pray our prayer to St. Faustina, our powerful prayer for priests um, that she has given us. Oh, my Jesus, I beg you on behalf of the whole church, grant it love and the light of your spirit and give power to the words of priests so that hardened hearts might be brought to repentance and return to you, O oh Lord. Lord, give us holy priests. You yourself maintain them in holiness. O oh, divine and great high priest, may the power of your mercy accompany them everywhere and protect them from the devil's traps and snares, which are continually being set for the souls of priests. May the power of your mercy, O Lord, shatter and bring to naught all that might tarnish the sanctity of priests, for you can do all things. Amen. And uh, we always, from the way beginning of uh, this program, way back, we've been doing our uh, prayers for the categories of the holy priests of the five categories, so please join me in those Hail Marys the five categories of the holy priesthood. The first is young men discerning the call. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. For all seminarians, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
for a holy priesthood. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. For the souls of priests in purgatory, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the fifth is for the bishops to take back their moral authority. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And let's go ahead and close out our prayers here with doing the three Hail Marys under the devotion of the flame of love. And the three Hail Marys are for the release of the souls, uh, soul of a priest in purgatory. So together, these three Hail Marys. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And thank you all for joining us sincerely from your heart in these prayers for these important intentions. Um, and I have some announcements to make here. So our radio bill for November, uh, we still owe $540. We do want to thank Judy, Linda, and Mary Lou um, just for your generosity in helping with that. Um, now, our Holy Masses for the priesthood for November, we're, we're all good with those. Um, our Holy Masses that are for the reunification of the churches of the East and West for November, we still owe $10. And also the Masses uh, for the conversion of the New World Disorder, we still owe $10. And we want to thank Judy, Joe, Teresa, and Judy uh, for their assistance um, in paying for those. So our total for November between the radio and those masses that we still owe is $560 for November. So thank you for um, all those who have been able to help us. And if anybody else can help us towards that, we really appreciate it. God bless your generosity. Um, and I'd just like to mention, um, I know not all of you are close by our St. Faustina's Chapel located up in northeastern Pennsylvania, Pleasant Mount, PA. Um, but we, we are having a mass, as we do every year, to celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe which this year is this coming Tuesday, um, that's November, uh, December 12th, um, and it's our, 
our glorious Feast of Our Lady. So we're having a Mass at St. Faustina's Chapel. Um, you know, we, um, we, we want, wish to honor and to make reparation to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Our Blessed Mother came to Mexico so many years ago to turn the hearts of her children back to God. And we humbly ask her powerful help and intercession to yet again bring um, her people back to God. So the special day is going gonna, is gonna to be on Tuesday at 3 p.m. We'll start with confessions. We'll do the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And then 4 p.m. will be the Holy Mass. Now joining us for that Mass is going to be Father John Kennedy, um, who is a member of the Society of Missionaries of Mary Immaculate. So he currently serves Holy Cross Church and St. Patrick's Church, which are, which are in Calicoon and Long Eddy, New York. Um, that's kind of right on the outskirts. We live in the top northeastern corner, and that's just about 20 minutes away. We're really close to the New York border there. So Father John's never been to our chapel before. We're excited to welcome him, and he's going to be joining us for confessions and the Holy Mass. And, of course, our St. Faustina's Chapel uh, is located at 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA, 18453. You can call us for more details or if you need any directions at 570-448-6279. After the Holy Mass is over, as we do each time, we all kind of come together and share a meal together after um, the Holy Mass. So, you know, if you're up for traveling or, you know, in that area or know anybody that lives up in northeastern Pennsylvania, we'd love to have you join us to celebrate this very special feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, And again, our... Um, our address, which is, um, if you're able to send donations, this is the same address where the chapel is. Again, it's 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA, 18453. Um, And then again, our telephone number, if you have any questions about the event or about any of our ministries, you can call us at 570-448-6279. And, again, we'd just love to have you join us for that. Thank you so much. Um, and I'm just thankful to be joining you all today. Um, I actually myself get to do a radio program up in the Diocese of Scranton. We have JMJ Catholic Radio, um, and my dad also gets to do a program on there as well. So I don't usually get the treat to, to join all of you on this program, so I'm thankful to get to do that today. And just want to throw a shout-out on um, this week of... Um, our friends in Spring Lake, especially Carol Doyle, um, for welcoming us down there and hosting us. And uh, all our friends in South Jersey, Philly area, um, you know, we're so happy to be with you today. Um, and so just I'm so grateful to be here. And, um, you know, I, I just wanted to um, share a little bit of something with you all. I, it kind of came to my mind here during the season of Advent um, and just maybe something for you to think about, too, um, is I... I think over the years, you know, Advent to me has always just been like a prelude to Christmas, right? It's the time of year where you're, you know, of course you're getting excited about Christmas. Um, When you're like a kid, you're excited about maybe getting presents more, and the older you get, um, you know, spending time with your family. Um, Of course, when you're honing on on the real reason for the season, which is Jesus, you get excited about, you know, the Christmas season coming up and all the beautiful masses and liturgies and, and the music and just the excitement of of thinking and reflecting it again back of the birth that happened so many years ago that just completely changed all our lives. Um, and I think as I've gotten older, my understanding of Advent's changed a bit because I knew Advent was a season. And of course, 
if you go into any Catholic church, you'll see purple on the altar. The priest is wearing purple. Um, but I, I think my mind was so caught up with Christmas. I, you know, haven't always entered into the season of Advent. And so this year, in the last couple of years, I've been trying to get more into the mode of preparation about the spiritual reason and aspect of Christmas. And something that really struck me this year was um, the other day I was, you know, kind of thinking about, okay, what can you do in Advent to get closer to Jesus, to prepare your heart more? And something that really came to me was that, you know, to grow closer to Jesus, sometimes we need to surrender things over to him or hand things over. And in order to welcome him completely into our life and our hearts, we need to let him see every side of us, right? So, of course, we want to give him the good side, like our love and our devotion and our um, dedication to him. We don't want to give him, like, our sinfulness or our distractedness or, you know, the things that we do wrong or the parts of us that are, are displeasing. Um, but I just realized in coming close to Jesus, he wants the whole of us, right? Not just us in our good days. He doesn't just want our undistracted prayer. He, he will also accept our distracted prayer. And, and all our struggles and weaknesses, he wants to be part of that too, right? He wants to be so part of our life and part of everything. And I kind of had a situation earlier this week. I was really anxious about a couple things, and I was, you know, telling God I was anxious. But typically my mode is when I'm anxious, I do tell God about it. But then, you know, as time goes on, I always cling to my worry, right? I, so I tell him, I put it in his hands, kind of, but I hold back some of it for myself. And, um, you know, earlier this week, I was thinking, you know, if I really believe Jesus, I trust in you and the message of divine mercy and that God really wants to know me that well and be so close to me, when I come to him and tell him how worried I am about things, I need to learn to leave that in his hands because he wants that too. And me hanging on to all these worries and fears is kind of like half handing him my problem and taking it back. And it never really struck me, I guess, until this past week, that that was something that I could do for Advent to grow closer to him, that when I, sur- when I hand over to him all the things I'm worried about or afraid of, that I have to learn to put it all in his hands completely and not to hold on and cling to my worry and fear, because that's kind of me still trying to control it. And there's no peace in that, really, when we think about it, right? We say, God, I'm really worried about this person or this situation, but then we continue to worry about it. I kind of feel like we're not putting in his hands and trusting him with it. And if we want to be so close to him, we have to learn to just let let everything out to him and, like, just really trust that no matter the outcome, that he's going to take care of the situation. Um, So I guess I just wanted to share that with you as a little something to think about um, during the season of Advent that, you know, when, when we're getting ready to prepare for, for the season of Christmas and what it really means to allow Jesus completely into our life and our hearts, he wants all that other stuff, too, that most of us don't want to show him or other people, for that matter. You know, our, our weak side, our scared side, we want to hang on to that fear and anxiety. And, and I guess really this week, the few situations I had, I handed it over to him, and I was really panicky. And actually, both things worked out really well. I really try to surrender it over and not think about it anymore, just went about my day, and both things turned out really well. But something that struck me was that even if those situations maybe didn't didn't turn out as good as I hoped that they would, that it was still something I could trust him with and not sit and worry about these things because ultimately these people I'm praying for, these situations I'm worrying about, he worries and cares about all of them too. And because he's God, he can do something about it. And so even when things don't work out that we pray for, just to trust that he actually does have everything under control. And if he doesn't always have the good outcome that we want, that maybe there was 
other things that he's seeing in the situation or in the future that he needed to allow things to go a certain way that we don't think is the best way. So um, anyway, I just challenge you during the season of Advent to just enter into it. And of course, we're all getting excited about Christmas, about Jesus' birthday and the joy that that brings. Um, but just this Advent to really let him come in. So when Christmas comes, um, not only will we be ready to celebrate with family or friends or, or whoever we're working with or the people that we take care of, um, you know, we'll be, we'll be in full gear ready to welcome Jesus because he's already been entering our hearts here during the season of Advent. So just wanted to share that with you and thank God for giving me that experience earlier this week. And I just pray for myself and for you all the grace to just love the season of Advent. And um, now I'm working on trying to love the season of Lent. I'm not sure that I'm there yet, but we're working on it. If I can get to Advent, I think that I'll really come to appreciate the beauty of um, Lent as well. So, and then just, you know, be, kind of before I close here, um, you know, I know that all of you might not be able to make it to our chapel or even to maybe a local parish in your area. I'm sure there's different parishes maybe nearby where you live that might have a special mass to celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, but just in honor of that special day, maybe like go online, refresh yourselves with the story uh, of how Our Lady appeared to Juan Diego in Mexico back in the 1500s. Um, and, and, you know, just brought um, such healing and conversion to the people of Mexico. And, um, you know, something just to keep in mind that is so beautiful about that particular apparition of Our Lady, um, she was so motherly in it, you know, so gentle with Juan Diego. He was just a poor, uneducated fellow. And, you know, what? God's here for all of us, right? So we don't have to have um, massive intellects or, or big words. You know, God comes to us wherever we're at. And he just loves us so much. And that's just the beautiful thing about Our Lady of Guadalupe. She came to this little poor, humble man and, and asked these things of him, asked for his confidence and trust in her um, to lead him and his people closer to Jesus. But she's so loving. And I guess I would invite you maybe to go online to refresh yourselves with the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, also to learn a little bit more about St. Juan Diego. Um, he's I think his feast day is actually going to be um, the 9th. I'm pretty sure that's when we celebrate his feast day. Um, and so, you know, just to refresh on the story and kind of read what the Blessed Mother said to him, how um, gentle and, and caring and kind that she was um, to him. Um, so just to, just to ponder on that a bit, you know. And um, I guess just one, one last thing maybe to mention before we close out today. Um, a few weeks ago, we had a friend on, Michael Newsy. Um, he's a veterinarian and does a lot of pro-life work. And something that he, um, you know, uh, started or got running was something called Christmas Means Life. And just the idea throughout the Christmas, um, before Christmas, but during the Christmas season, is maybe if there's anybody in your life or your area, like maybe a, a woman in need that's pregnant, or maybe there's a crisis pregnancy center in your area or a place that helps women or families, and just to consider during the season of Christmas, when we think about Jesus as a child, you know, he came here to us in his littleness, but also I think just to, you know, remind us the importance of supporting and helping family life. And so if you, if you know like a family in your parish or your area, or like I said, a center that's helping women or families, um, maybe consider during this season, maybe volunteer a little bit of time, see if there's any way that you can help them, and definitely most especially pray for them. Um, or even something as simple as if you see someone that 
maybe needs an extra help babysitting or watching their kids for a little bit just to help support that family life. Something to consider also in this season when we celebrate Jesus' birthday. Um, So thank you all so much for joining us this week, and I'm so happy to be with you all. Um, And God bless you.